We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. King of Moex, live from Cardinals Nation Restaurant and the Cardinals Care Winter Warm-Up. Carlson swings and it's a high fly ball. That's deep center field. To the track, the ball, it's a slam! King of Moex is Cardinals Radio. Matt Pauley back with you inside of Cardinals Nation Restaurant and Bar, a special winter warm-up edition of Sports Open Line. Very happy to welcome on at Cardinals shortstop Tommy Edmond. Tommy, how are you? Thanks, Matt. Good to be back. Good to be back in St. Louis and uh, excited to see the turnout that we got here at, uh, at the warm-up. How much fun is this event as a player? Do you look forward to, to this? Yeah, it's great. I mean, uh, we spend the whole offseason back home and then you get back here and then you kind of see the energy that, uh, that the fans bring and, and get reminded of uh, what it's like during the season. What has the offseason looked like for you? Um, it's, it's been pretty chill so far. Um, just been in San Diego for the most part. Uh, my brother got married, so that was one trip that we had. Um, but the, for the most part, my wife and I have just been um, spending our time with family back in San Diego, spend some time on the beach, and, and just trying to relax as much as we can and, and uh, recharge ourselves for this next season. Found out yesterday that you avoid arbitration. You're able to settle with, with the Cardinals. How nice is that, that like, you don't have to worry about now? You've got that all taken care of. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a big relief, a, a big burden off the shoulders, and it's nice to not have to think about that uh, going into spring training. And uh, um, nice to have that, uh, have that solid contract that uh, – just not, yeah, not worrying about it at all. I don't think a lot of fans completely understand, like, the system and the process and how this can go on for a while, especially if you don't uh, agree right away. With um, When you're going through this, do you give it to your agent and kind of just say, update me? Are you real involved with it? Like, how, how involved were you during this whole process? Yeah, um, I, I kind of trusted my agent to do most of it. Um, he kind of, we go back and forth a little bit. He's kind of keeping me updated on the process. Um, but I let, I let him th- do the negotiating because that's definitely not my strong suit, and, and uh, that's what his strong suit is. So um, definitely a, a little delegation of the responsibility. But I kind of like to, I like to stay informed on, on what's going on just so I have a general idea. But um, he did a great job, and, and we were satisfied with where we're at. We're going into the season. You are the everyday shortstop, and that's that isn't really something that going into a season you've had that before. Whether it's been second base, whether it's been a kind of a utility role, is it nice to know that you have a very defined role going into the year? Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited, uh, especially because shortstop was the position that I played the most growing up, uh, played the most in college uh, and during the minors. So I'm excited to to have that solid position and and be able to get all my reps there during the off season and and really get ready um, to to be the everyday guy there this next season. Did you do the thing at all where all these shortstop were making huge money? Like let's say a Dansby Swanson, your numbers in many ways are very comparable to to Dansby Swanson. Do you look at like the money he's making and be like, I, 
that's me. I, I, I'm right there in that same category. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's hard not to notice that. Um, and I mean, there's there's a reason why those guys are getting so much money. It's it's hard to play shortstop at the major league level and and to do so at a high level. So um, it's hard not to notice that. But at the same time, I gotta stay focused on on the year, the present year, um, and. Uh, worry about my performance, um, worry about just my performance rather than what that's going to result in. When you go through an offseason, is there very specific things that you're trying to work on, or is it more just kind of being where you're at and just that overall improvement for all parts of the game? Yeah, I, I definitely at the end of the season uh, kind of try to identify the areas that I want to work on, um, particularly with my swing and um, I don't want to dive into too many, too much mechanical stuff, but I kind of look at where my swing was at for the whole offseason, see where I need to improve, and, and really try to work on things to uh, improve that facet of the game. Um, and then for this offseason specifically, um, since I'll be playing more short uh, this year, um, I had to focus a little bit more on making those throws, those deep throws, a little bit more than I did in previous offseasons. Um, and obviously just working on the speed and strength component as well. Um, and that, that didn't change too much. I've kind of kept a good base of that over the past few years, and it's, it's worked out for me uh, well thus far. We've talked a lot with the shift going away. We've talked about how it's going to impact second baseman because they're not probably going to be going out to right field. We've talked about third baseman because they're not going to be going over to the, to the first base side of second. We haven't talked much about how it impacts shortstops. Do you think this is going to impact shortstops in a big way? Um, I think so. I think it, it, it's good for me because I think it uh, increases the value of uh, infielders who have a lot of range because mm -hmm. um, you have more, more area to cover. You don't have, from the second base side, you don't have the shortstop over there to cover the middle of the field. And, and from the shortstop side with the right-handed hitters, there's sometimes where the second baseman will come over to cover. Um, so you really have that, that uh, larger area that you have to defend. Um, and I think the, the weird part will be not going over to the other side for the left-handed hitters. Um, but it'll be kind of nice because then I don't necessarily have to worry about fielding balls from that angle as much. So kind of simplifies things for me a little bit, um, but gives me a little bit more uh, area of responsibility. Would you suspect there's going to be times where you're basically almost standing on second base or even with second base because that's as far as you can go? Yeah, I would imagine so. I, uh, I'm really curious to see what kind of conversations we'll have during the spring about ways to optimize positioning. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some weird ideas that get thrown around, um, maybe by our team, maybe by other teams around the league, um, as people try to gain an advantage with the new rules. Um, so we'll see. I'm sure all the analytics guys are, are crunching all the numbers right now to see how to, how to optimize it. But I imagine there's going to be uh, a few different alignments, even, even with the shift uh, being banned. The team doesn't so much have an everyday second baseman. We'll see Brendan Donovan there a lot. We'll see Nolan Gorman. We'll see some other guys in there. Having that, uh, just the knowing your double play partner, like is it is it challenging knowing that every day it might be somebody different at second? Uh, no, not necessarily. I think I mean they're both such good second basemen, um, and that's the good thing is that we have some great options over there. Um, and with those two guys, I got to work with them a little, both of them a little bit last year. Um, so we do have a level of familiarity with each other um, that we'll be able to keep building on and keep improving. Um, and spring will be a good time for that as well. Um, and I, I feel fully confident in both those guys over there. And um, I know that uh, they'll both continue to improve defensively and we'll continue to build our chemistry together. You're about a month out from uh, reporting or when you need to report, are you going to get there early? What's kind of your next month look like? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be getting there a little bit early. Um, I'll probably I'll be getting there sometime end of January, um, and it'll be nice because there's a few guys that are down there already, so we'll be able to kind of start working out together. Um, I think Donovan might be down there already, so um, we'll get a chance to hopefully take some grounders together even before spring starts, and 
kind of continue building that uh, that chemistry that you were talking about, and um, and kind of just get get acclimated to uh, to being down in Florida again, and what that what the spring training schedule is going to look like. Great stuff. Thank you for uh, taking some time. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on. You bet. That is uh, Tommy Edmond. We will uh, take a break. When we come back, we are uh, scheduled to be joined next by, let me look at my list, Tyler Neal is scheduled to join us in uh, just a moment. This is a special winter warm-up edition of Sports Open Line on KMOX. We do continue with our special winter warm-up edition of Sports Open Line. My name's Matt Pauley. We're very happy to welcome on to the program Cardinals outfitter Tyler O'Neill. Tyler, thanks for your time. How are you? Um, very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on here. Are you uh, enjoying everything that is Cardinals winter warm-up right now? Yeah, yes. Uh, I just got here maybe a half hour ago, but it's amazing. Um, you know, the Sea of Red is back, uh, mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's great to see. You know, everyone's just got that positive energy, and you know, everyone's so happy out here, and just, uh, it's great to see. What does it mean to a player playing for an organization where you know you always have support 12 months of the year? Yeah, it is amazing, honestly. Uh, you know, Cardinals fans, obviously, uh, you know, it feels like they're the best in baseball. Um, you know, I, I really, really enjoy it, of course. Uh, you know, the Bush Stadium atmosphere out here is incredible. Uh, you know, our fans travel great on the road. Um, you know, we have a great winter warm-up um, situation, and this is just amazing. You know, I'm just so happy to be a part of it. Your offseason, from a health standpoint, last year was probably not what you wanted. You dealt with a, a number of injuries. Do you do anything in the offseason to try to prevent that moving forward? Absolutely. You know, and, um, the, you know, obviously last year not being on the field as much as I'd like was very disappointing for me and, you know, the rest of the team. And, you know, I don't want that to happen again. So, um, you know, the best way to go about that is just be proactive in, in the offseason, uh, which is what I've been. Uh, I've been working down here in St. Louis pretty much all offseason work with the training staff out here and 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 my people um just getting ready for the season you know my my warm my workouts are are so dynamic right now my body feels great uh i I got that motivation that competitive fire you know reinvigorated in me again and um you know my workouts have never been better my hitting programs accelerated my throwing programs at a spot that it usually isn't at this point in the in the offseason and uh, my body feels great um, and, you know, I, I really have a, a firm belief of what I've been doing is, is going to translate. And, you know, it's translated before, and uh, you know, I just love where I'm at. Is it challenging listening to your body to know where maybe sometimes you got to pump the brakes a little bit on something? Yeah, you know, as athletes, we're always learning about ourselves, and, uh, you know, we're always having to make adjustments based off of the situation. So, uh, you know, I've learned, I've learned a lot in the last year, and, you know, just understanding where I'm at and how my body responds and different ways to recover and different ways to train. And, you know, I'm trying to utilize all that with uh, the opinions of our great staff over here and what, what they think that I can incorporate into my regimens, and, um, you know, everything's on the right track. Tyler O'Neill is continuing to join us. I can't even begin to fathom how frustrating it would be to have a breakout season like you had two seasons ago and then come in the next year and never really have the opportunity to follow that up because of the injuries. Is that as frustrating as I would think it would be? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a very frustrating year last year, unfortunately. Um, you know, it felt like, uh, you know, I got off to a bit of a slow start. There is, uh, you know, a lot happened with the lockout early in the year and, negotiations kind of leaked into the season and uh you know things kind of went from there and uh, you know felt like I finally started to get going again and then something happened and then you know I had to get my feet back under me and you know still started to get going again and then something else happened so it's just such a roller coaster for me um you know just just honestly incredible and uh again you know I've learned a lot about myself about my body um you know about my surroundings 
and uh, it's just up to me as an athlete to make the necessary adjustments. As an industry, not a lot of people are talking about the Cardinals outfield group, but when you really look, look at them, you've got an opportunity to build upon what you did a couple years ago. Lars can uh, continue on with who he was second half of the season. Obviously, Dylan Carlson is somebody who, who has, we, we've seen some great things from Juan Yepes and Alec Burleson. There's a lot of young guys who maybe don't have the multi-year track record of success at the big league level, but also have a good pedigree. Are you excited about this group overall? Yeah, we have a lot of talent, you know, and I think the most important thing is we believe in ourselves. Um, you know, obviously we've shown it here and there. It's just a matter of putting it all together as a unit. Um, you know, obviously we all have a crazy amount of skill just in our own aspects. Um, you know, just the versatility of Dylan being able to play all three outfield positions and, you know, hit from both sides of the plate. You know, Lars has some crazy pop on the pull side, has a great arm out there. Um, you know, Burley saw what he could do at the end of the year and had a great AAA season. <clears throat> you know, Yepes hit a couple big homers for us. It's just been... You know, it's just been an interesting dynamic, and, you know, if we can all put it together as a unit and as a team, it's going to be really special. Have you spent any time kind of reflecting upon last year, the other stuff that was going on, Albert Pujols and everything he accomplished, the Wainwright Molina? I mean, there's, fans know how special last year was. As a player on the team, like, did, does it feel that same way where you're really grateful to be able to be part of that? Yeah, it was, that was amazing to watch last year. Uh, you know, obviously Albert, Albert's last season on his way out. Um, you know, that guy's an absolute legend. He's a walking Hall of Famer, and you knew it. Every day, yeah, every day he put that uniform on. You know, same with Yachty. Uh, you know, I've, I've played with Yachty the last couple seasons, and just the same demeanor, even keel, just that captain mentality he has. Obviously, he has to, you know, to be successful as long as he has. He was just an incredible player. Um, and, you know, I wish the best of, for those guys in retirement. And, uh, you know, it's on the rest of us to pick up the slack now and, and go from here. From a business standpoint, you get your deal done where you were an arbitration-eligible player, but you're able to avoid arbitration. Is there a sense of peace that that's just dealt with now and you don't have to worry about it? Yeah, no, there definitely is. You know, like I said earlier, like it's uh, just with the dynamic of last year and just the lockout and everything, having that process leak into the season, you know, affect me for the first for, for the first month, and, and I'm just really excited. It just feels like there's a there's a monkey off my back, there's a weight off my shoulders. Uh, to get that uh, those numbers done and, and, and the deal done and you know both sides are happy with it you know it's, it's just great and uh, I'm just really excited to be able to go into spring training 100% focus on baseball um, and you know just ready to rock. That's another side of the baseball industry that a lot of fans don't understand you'll you're with the team you're going to be with that team but you don't know how much you're going to get paid there's the possibility that you come to an agreement but there's also a possibility you go to arbitration and then that's an uncomfortable situation does all of that hang over your head until you finally get it done? Yeah, it most definitely will. Uh, you know, I, I know I lost a lot of sleep over it last night. And, um, but, you know, the thing is, like, both, neither side wants to go to arbitration, of course. It's just, uh, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, each side comes with a disagreement. And they have their own views, and, and then you have to figure it out. But, uh, again, like, it's, it's a two-sided effort. And, uh, you know, what I'm focused on this year is we were able to figure it out. And, uh, you know, we can move on. And, no, I'm, just, I'm just focused on building a building a healthy relationship with the Cardinals. What does your schedule look like between now and when you get to uh, spring training? Yeah, so I'm going to be here for a couple more weeks. Uh, I still got some uh, some heavy training to do. You know, I'm, I'm I'm really deep in that right now, so I'm going to go all in, of course, like I like I always do, and uh, you know, continue my throwing programs, the hitting programs out here at Bush again with the great staff we have out here, and uh, probably head down the first couple of days of February. You I, from a physical stature standpoint, you look at you're you're obviously somebody who works. How often do other players maybe from other teams talk to you about what your fitness regimen is yeah i mean once in a while right if i ever 
you know, second base or something, and they want to pick a couple <laughs> questions away. But, um, you know, it's, it's something that works for me might not work for somebody else. Uh, you know, everybody's body's different. Everyone, everyone reacts differently. Uh, I, I come from a powerlifting, bodybuilding background, and, you know, it's something that I've done since I was 14, 15 years old. Just, you know, my, my training's just historically a little different than, you know, the, the standard baseball idea. Um, and, you know, obviously things have happened in the last couple of years where I have to incorporate, um, you know, a lot more mobility stuff and more intensive warm-ups and, you know, plyometrics and a bunch of different stuff on top of, you know, all the things that I do really well, like the heavy lifting and, um, you know, the day-by-day grind, you know, it's all part of it. So it's just about learning about myself and, and molding it um, in, into what, what you can make work. Do you like talking about it or is it like, oh, here's another guy who's asking me about, you know, fitness and body and stuff? Is it something you, do, you almost get frustrated talking no, about? No, I, I honestly love talking about it because, uh, you know, when I, when I try to explain something that I know, it really shows me what I understand, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm able to teach something. Um, or not teach something necessarily, but, you know, talk about it and bounce ideas off of, uh, you know, whoever may be interested. And, um, no, no, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk to my last breath. Awesome. Tyler, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. That is uh, Tyler and you'll join us here on the program. We will take a, uh, another break. Uh, when we come back, we are scheduled to be joined by uh, Nolan Gorman. He's going to be with us coming up in just a moment. Again, we are broadcasting live at Cardinals Nation Restaurant and Bar inside of Ballpark Village. My name is Matt Pauley. We're back with more in just a moment here on KMOX. It's Tom Ackerman. I'll be making two appearances at the Cardinals Winter Warm-Up this weekend. Sports on a Sunday morning. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Morning from 10 to 12 and Monday from 10 to 1 with Chris Ranji. We'll be at Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village on the home of the Cardinals, KMOX. And I'm Matt Pauley, live at Cardinals Nation inside of uh, Ballpark Village. Very happy to be joined right now by Nolan Gorman. Nolan, thanks for the time. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Uh, what's this uh, like for you this weekend? It, does it kind of feel like the start of the baseball season? No doubt. Yeah, this is, uh, I think, my second one now. So it's it's uh, always exciting to be here in St. Louis and, you know, obviously look out in the crowd and, and there's a ton of fans. So 
uh, it's always exciting to be out here. It's pretty unique. I mean, three days. I know a lot of teams do events that are one day. I'm sure there's some other ones out there that do multi-day events. But three days of just Cardinals fans showing their support for the team in the middle of January. It's pretty cool. Right, yeah. And, and uh, like I said earlier, I was coming from Arizona, so it's a little bit of a different weather out here. And, you know, for them to still come out here in, in this weather, and uh, it's awesome to see. What's this offseason been like for you? What has been your focus coming off a year where you, you play a lot of times in the big leagues? Yeah, uh, you know, the focus this offseason is, um, you know, the same thing it's kind of been every year is just get better at everything. Uh, there's not one part of my game that, that doesn't need uh, some some more work and uh, just being able to go out there and really focus on that during the offseason uh, has been huge for me. Um, so, yeah, just, just trying to better my game every way possible maybe nothing changes but does anything change from a mindset standpoint because this time last year you're going in trying to get to the big leagues this year you're trying to go in and have more success at the big leagues how does that impact anything in the offseason if it does yeah i think uh the biggest thing for me is just i'm going to go into spring training you know and win a job nothing's nothing's already uh guaranteed uh so i got to go out there and perform and you know show that the offseason has been a lot of help to me and Go, uh, go win, win a job, like I said. You can play second base, but also with the DH being around and Albert leaves, so a lot of those DH bats uh, come available. Do, do you have a preference? I mean, do you just want to be in the lineup? Do you want to be in the field? How do you go about kind of figuring out what you want your role to be? Yeah, I mean, definitely want to be in the field. Um, you know, if I can help the team win in as many ways as possible, that's, you know, what I want to do. Uh, but at the same time, you know, just being in the lineup, you know, to help this team win and, and score runs uh, any way possible, that's it's, uh, good for me. What is your thoughts on how the shift might impact, not for you, but really second baseman across uh, baseball with the shift not being there anymore? Yeah, it'll be different. Um, you know, we'll see how it plays out in spring training. But, you know, I, I, I bet a lot of people are, are working on, more range and and whatnot uh so yeah it's it's definitely gonna be different but i think uh i don't think there's gonna be uh, a huge difference in, in performance out of second basements people like me in the media like we've talked about second basemen the the ones who have range the ones who don't have range how that impacts and i know john Moselock earlier this offseason was specifically asked about that with you and it's very clear the cardinals are incredibly comfortable with your range and what you can do at second base i don't know if that ever gets to you if you hear those type of things but does that make you feel good knowing that they feel that way about you yeah i mean we have we have conversations you know and uh you know i'm just doing whatever i can to to make myself you know as good as i can be um and you know hopefully that brings a lot of success to to the cardinals so uh that's the main focus and you know listen to that stuff uh, try not to do, but you know when you hear it, when you hear it, it's it's always good and uh, you know exciting, really motivating for for the next season. There's some established players, obviously, from a position player standpoint on this team with Goldschmidt and Arnado, Edmund, Wilson, Contreras coming in. But there's also a lot of guys like you, Brendan Donovan, Lars Newtbar, Dylan Carlson, guys who are still relatively young in their major league careers, maybe haven't put together that year-over-year track record. Is it fun to be part of a team where there is as much youth as there is on this team? I think so for sure, yeah. And, and uh, obviously I've played with those guys coming up through the through the minor league system and uh, talked about this earlier, but just knowing, uh, you know, kind of who they are as teammates and, you know, we have really good group of guys that are going to go out there and give everything they have, uh, you know, to win the game. 
so yeah, it's very exciting, you know, to, to have that young group come up, but also have that veteran core that, uh, you know, keeps us on the right track and, and make sure we're doing things the right way. Nolan Gorman is continuing to join us throughout your career as you've gone up step after step. One of the things that has seemingly happened to you is at some point you hit a wall and then you just completely break through it for the for the most part. Um, is that something you you struggled a little bit from a hitting standpoint down the stretch of the season? Is it something you feel like that going into spring, starting new, that you've got a chance to kind of break through the way you have at many other levels? Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, you know, you kind of nailed it on the head there. That's kind of something I evaluated this off season was uh, just being able to, when when things aren't going right, um, make sure that those are a lot uh, shorter of a, of a time period. And, uh, you know, the greatest players always, they're consistent, you know, so they, they, they get out of a funk quitty, uh, pretty quickly, and, uh, you know, that's just kind of what we've got to learn to do. How tough is it from a mental standpoint? I mean, this is probably a life lesson beyond baseball. When things aren't going in your way, how tough is it to get rid of that out of your head and just go stay true to who you know who you, know you are? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it can be difficult at times, but I think, uh, you know, a lot of people have good support systems and uh, people behind you and the staff that we have, uh, they're right behind you as well. So. Uh, I think with with us and, and this team, it's you know something that you know everyone's pulling on the same same rope, and we're all we're all striving to be as great as we as we can be, and uh, you know I think that helps you know just kind of make it a little easier. We're CBA on the coaching staff now, and he was at Memphis, and you had a lot of success there. Are you excited about him being here and maybe being able to work with him more at the big league level? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, BA is awesome. I mean, he's he's done a lot for me, you know, being in AAA. Uh, in 21 and in the beginning of last year and uh you know what he brings to this team i think is going to be really exciting and uh a good time for sure what is it what does he do what 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 makes him special as a coach you know he he's just he's he's going to put in you know the same amount of work as those players are putting in you know as a coach he's he's always going to be there for whatever we need um you know and when it comes to approach or when it comes to you know opposing pitchers when it comes to you know a little bit of mechanical stuff you know, he, he knows a lot of it. So the ability uh, for him to, to be in the, the clubhouse with us, especially the young guys that he's, you know, come up with, um, I think, you know, is going to make make us maybe a little bit more comfortable and, and be able to, you know, really do what we know we're capable of doing. You've got one of the busiest weekends of all the players here because you're doing all your warm-up stuff today. And then uh, we'll be on the same uh, caravan the next couple of days, Evansville, Indiana, Marion, Illinois, Paducah, Kentucky, and, and Cape Girardeau. How much do you look forward to, you know, you see all the people in St. Louis here, but then you go out on a caravan and you just see how wide of a net that, you know, this, this Cardinals fan base really is out there. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. Um, that's going to be a real fun time. I know, you know, getting out there with uh, some other players and yourself and, uh, you know, it's going to be a good time to, to see all those other fans out, outside of, you know, just the main St. Louis area. Uh, you know, I know there's there's fans everywhere, for sure. This organization, the alumni, is so involved. Like, we'll have two alumni on ours with uh, Jason Mott and Kerry Robinson, but there's always alumni around. They're in spring. They, they're showing up to games. I, I think it happens more in St. Louis than in, in most places. Is that a benefit to you that you've, you've got those guys who have been there and done that that you can talk to? Definitely. Uh, you know, that's something I love so much about this organization is that, you know, those guys always are coming around. They're always coming back, um, you know, and it's for good reason. This this organization is, is first class. And uh, to be able to have those guys and pick their brains, you know, the, the ones that have already done it and been there and, uh, 
have had success, you know, you can learn a lot from them. Did you and Libertor coordinate that you would get on the uh, the same caravan together? <laughs> no, they, they probably they just put us together all the time. It doesn't matter where we are. Uh, fair enough. Nolan, thank you so much uh, for your time. I really thank do you. appreciate yeah, it. Thanks. That is uh, Nolan Gorman joining us here uh, on the program, and uh, we appreciate him taking uh, a few moments with us here on a winter warm-up edition of uh, Sports Open Line. We are live inside of uh, Cardinal Nation, and uh, if you want to stop on by, we would encourage you to uh, do so. Here's what we got coming up. We'll uh, take a break in a moment or so, and then uh, we're, we've got you for about a little bit more than an hour longer. We're leading into uh, coverage of St. Louis University uh, basketball, and uh, we will uh, get started with that uh, a little bit after 2.45, and it's going to be a 3 o'clock tip-off today. Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. are going to have uh, the call of the game. So, uh, yeah, we'll um, we'll have that coming up in uh, just a little bit. Next hour, 2.15, uh, we are going to be uh, joined uh, by Dakota Hutt and Stephen Matz. We'll take a break. Have a, a lot more coming up. It is a special winter warm-up edition of Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. Live at Cardinals Nation Restaurant and Bar. It is a special winter warm-up edition of Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauley. Joined right now by Mike Claiborne, who has been a very, very busy individual today. You were doing some question and answer sessions earlier. Claib's good to see you. Better to be seen and viewed. It's the start of the baseball season, the winter warm-up, and uh, what a nice crowd we have. Uh, it's a different venue. It's a little bit more spread out. But everybody seems like they're having a good time. And I think the fact, Matt, we haven't had one of these in a couple of years. It's like homecoming where you're seeing people you normally don't see in the offseason until today. So, yeah, I'm having a great time. One of the question and answers you did was with uh, John Mosaic. I've seen some of the quotes from him out on social media. You talked about this being an important year for Jack Flaherty. He even admitted maybe they didn't raise payroll as much as they thought they were going to going into the season. Did anything especially jump out to you of what he had to say? No, you know, a lot of things you and I have talked about on our Countdown to Opening Day show, uh, a lot of things he said uh, that we've followed up on. But I think – He's in a great position because while he didn't spend as much money as he wanted to maybe in the offseason, that doesn't mean he can't go out and make a deal and pick up another contract uh, somewhere along the way. So I think they're in a great situation. But I think people have to understand <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, they're going to give these guys a chance to evaluate doing spring training and see who can do what. And at that point, if they need to make a deal, they will. But I also think they will have plenty of assets as they get deeper into the season to acquire somebody. And we, you and I have talked about the fact that everybody's looking for a, a number one guy. Maybe it's Jack Flaherty. We don't know. Uh, if not, then maybe there's somebody out there that maybe has another year on their contract and the team has decided maybe they don't want to sign him. And maybe they make a deal for him. So they have a lot of options. They, they, I think the Cardinals have as many balls in the air as I've ever seen with regard to directions they want to go. I've really come to the conclusion that one of the benefits they have of being in this division, which is not good, is they have the ability to wait. Yes, patience. You, yeah, you can't. If you're in the NL East or the NL West, and we've seen it with what the Padres and the Mets and the Phillies and what all these teams have done, if you have a slow start to the season or the roster doesn't come the way you want it to come together, you might be buried two months into the season. Yeah. Cardinals aren't going to be buried, so they can sit there and see who takes a step forward, who takes a step back, and make potentially a, a big move or two based upon the roster. I agree with you. Uh, again, I think they're in a great position uh, because of that. 
Uh, they don't have to worry about – I mean, obviously the Cubs and Milwaukee are going to compete. But I think what you have on the field now is better than what they have. Um, so they have a little bit more time to assess what's going on. And then, uh, you know, if they need to push the button, they'll push it. But here's the other thing. What happens if these guys turn out to be what we hope they would, were going to be? Um, that could happen as well. And especially when you think about a Flaherty and O'Neal and guys who are in their walk year, that's when we've seen we, we get the most out of some of these guys. And, you know, in that case, it gives you even greater flexibility because if let's say if O'Neal really is swinging a bat well and you know you're not going to resign then his value is going to be even greater to another team that has something you want. So I just think they're in a good, good position all the way up and down. I know you didn't want to see Tyler O'Neill go through the injury year that he went through last year, but the, one, the fact that it was so pronounced meant you had to evaluate it in the offseason, mm-hmm. and now he's gone through an offseason where he's gone through his training program with an eye towards staying healthy. To me, that makes him a candidate just to really get back to who I he was a couple years you. ago. I would agree wholeheartedly. Um, and there's, there's some other situations out there like that too. So I, you know, I think overall they're in a good position. Um, I just think guys now are like anxious to get down and do something, um, do more than play catch, uh, actually see some live hitting and some live BP. Um, and I was with Ali Marmo the other night and just the overall approach about how they're going to do things you know, and we haven't talked about Matt Holiday resigning. Uh, I think Super Joe is the ideal guy yeah. for this team. Former Cardinal, a lot of big league experience, understands the bench coach role, which I think is the hardest job in baseball. I mean, the manager, you know, he's obviously putting the lineup down, but the bench coach has more to do with the lineup than anyone. He's a conduit between the other coaches. He's a conduit between the players and the coaches and the manager. Uh, He's got to be one inning ahead of everybody else as far as strategy is concerned. And if you don't have real ring-time experience at that, uh, it's hard to do for your first job. And I'm not saying, Matt, how they couldn't do it. I just think that he realized, you know, with his family commitment, this probably wasn't the time to do it. But, you know, I I think Joe McEwing is going to be fantastic for the Cardinals in that role. I do, too. And I'm careful in what I say because I don't want people to make it sound like I'm saying that Holiday wouldn't have done a good job. He would have been perfectly fine in that position. But you've got a really young manager in Ali Marmel, and you've got a relatively young coaching staff. You want somebody who's done it all, been it all, seen it all, and you get that in Joe McEwen. The only thing he hasn't done has been a big league manager, but he's interviewed well, for a bunch of Well, he'll be one after this tour duty with the <laughs> Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, Everybody else seems to be one. That's so. the rule. Cardinals bench coach uh, certainly becomes a manager. But I'm with you. I think he makes the team better. I really yeah. do think he makes the team better, and I'm excited to see uh, what's going to happen there. Who's your guy? If you have to say, say if player X exceeds expectations, Cardinals are going to have a really good year. Do you have a guy? Boy, that's a good question. Um, I'll say Giovanni Gallegos is one because we've got to have another guy in the bullpen that we can count on with consistency uh, from a pitching standpoint. Uh, from a batting standpoint, I, I think I think it's Jordan Walker's world. I mean, he he's the guy that is going to be the difference maker uh, with this ball club. If he comes up and he does anything remotely close to what 
some of us, uh, and I've seen small sample sizes of them, and every time I watch them, I can't take my eyes off mm -hmm. of them. I don't want to make this comparison, but I'm going to say it. He kind of reminds me of when I saw Albert Pujols for the first time in spring training. Hmm. Okay? He's got a lot of tools. Uh, I mean, he's well beyond his age as far as physical, physical composition. He has a really incredible understanding of the game. Um, and, again, I don't, want, I don't want to make the comparison, but I just feel like that's the guy who, who it reminds me of more than anybody else. Uh, you know, I'll tell you another guy. I'm looking forward to seeing what Dylan Carlson does because Dylan Carlson didn't become a bad baseball player overnight, okay? I mean, he's always been a good player. He's checked boxes at every level he's ever played at. And he has, you know, obviously had a tough year. I'm anxious to see what he looks like physically and if he can play through the injuries, because he had a lot of injuries last year. So those will be three people. You asked for one, I gave you three. That's all right. Kevin Wheeler showed me a picture yesterday. It was a Cardo Caravan picture of Jordan Walker's group. I think it was out on social media. Walker was six inches taller than everybody. He's wider than the room. Yeah. Listen, that's a guy you probably don't throw at, okay? Because <laughs> if he has to come get you, it's not going to end well. Uh, you know, I was talking to Mo about the fact, like, the baby fat has started to come off of him now, and he's starting to fill out like a real man. What is he, 20 now? 21? Yeah. So, you know, he's filling out, and uh, I'm, I'm just anxious to see what he can do because they're going to throw him some things that he, he hasn't seen before, and I think the key for him, Matt, is can he adjust? And that's the, that's the way the game works. You've been around this game long enough to see where if a guy – it used to be you adjust from game to game. Now it's from pitch to pitch or at bat to at bat because there's just so much information available to you. Um, so if he can adjust, he's going to be really special. There's some prospects that organizations do not want to promote to the big leagues until they know they, they can stay there, that they don't want it to be a situation where you go and get yeah. sent back to Memphis. And most guys, that's fine. You, the vast majority of guys do that yet yo-yo for a little while between the big leagues and AAA. Is Walker that guy that – when he no, gets when to the he's big here, leagues. he's here. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, here's the other thing about that, and that, that's a good point you make. I've known Mo from the day he got in the organization, right? I've never heard Mo so positive slash excited to watch this young man's career. You know, Mo's always, and you've been around Mo. Mo could be a little reserved about assessing players. But you can ask him any time, any day of the week about Jordan Walker, and he will have a glowing response in expecting him to be a contributor to this team this year. I'll tell you what. This, I keep saying this, and I think Cardinal fans need to hear what I'm saying. John Mosellock is as forthright as any baseball executive in the things that he says. Going and doing a question and answer session like this, going on the radio weekly, some of the answers he gives us just when talking, mm -hmm. that doesn't exist across baseball. No. Most of these executives keep things very close to the vest. And more often than not, he goes and takes criticism from fans on things that he's saying, and every other GM, president of baseball operations, is thinking the, the same thing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really nice to have that. He, uh, second longest tenured general manager and, and president of baseball operations in the game and that's it, for a reason he's very comfortable in his own skin uh he's got a great rela relationship with ownership and uh he can say those things he can do those things and you know he's calculated in what he says uh, and he gets it right most of the time and that's why we're very fortunate to have him i don't know how much long he's going to do this 
I mean, after a while, I, I think if Mo, if we win this year, Mo might want to think about something else because I'm not sure what else he can do mm-hmm. here with this team. I want him to stay as long as he wants to. But, you know, I, I think that a guy like that has great vision about things down the road. And uh, so we'll see what happens. It's incredible how fast we do this. And before you know it, games are going to be played in Jupiter. Can't wait. Yeah. I'm ready. I'll see you there. All right, very good. Thanks, Mike. All right, man. That's Mike Claiborne joining us here uh, on the program. Uh, just a couple minutes left here in this hour as uh, we'll go over what's uh, coming up next before we get done. Again, we're going to wrap things up uh, a little bit before 2.45 as uh, we are going to get to St. Louis University, Billikens basketball, Bob Ramsey, Earl Austin Jr. They'll have the uh, call of the game as always, and our coverage of that, again, set to begin uh, just a little bit uh, a little bit after uh, 2.45 is when we're going to get going with that Next hour, our uh, incomplete hour that we have from uh, 2 to 2.45, we've still got a couple more individuals that are set to uh, join us. Dakota Hudson is going to uh, be with us. He's going to join us just after uh, 2 o'clock. And then Stephen Matz, he is going to uh, join us at about uh, 9.30. Or excuse me, at about uh, 2.30, I should say. I was going back in time. Uh, and then we will, uh, yeah, that's uh, the way things are going to uh, go here on the program before we uh, wrap things up. Also, a reminder for you. So tomorrow, it'll be uh, a combination of uh, Tom Ackerman and Joe Pott uh, doing the shows out here, starting with sports on a Sunday morning. And uh, there's going to be another full day of interviews that are going to be taking place. And tomorrow, uh, that group is going to include Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, and uh, Adam Wainwright, in addition to uh, many others. Uh, we're going to hear from some of the uh, prospects as well tomorrow with both uh, Tim Kentz and uh, Mason Wynn scheduled to uh, join. And then uh, coming up on Monday, the show is going to be out here. And uh, that's going to be, I believe, it's going to be Chris Ranji and Tom Ackerman. They're going to be uh, doing that show. And uh, you're going to be able to hear from uh, Miles Michaelis and Paul DeYoung and Jack Flaherty, Jordan Walker, Wilson Contreras. So we've got a lot coming up here over these uh, next couple days. It would, it would encourage you, um, go to cardinals.com slash WWU and just bring up the schedule of events. Maybe we're getting to a point today uh, where you're not going to be able to uh, to get out here. But this is a full three-day event and things are going to be going on uh, over the next couple days. And there's just so much uh, as uh, tomorrow there's going to be uh, some more, uh, again, more events going on uh, throughout the course uh, of the day. Question and answer sessions. Uh, there's auctions. There's other presentations. So it's just, it's it's such a cool event, and if you're a Cardinals fan, it's a really kind of unique way to experience your fandom, for lack of a better term. And, again, we're not done yet uh, here for today. We'll take you for another uh, 40 or so minutes after we get done with the news. So uh, next hour when we come back, uh, we are going to be joined by uh, both uh, Dakota Hudson and Stephen Matz. And if you want to relive anything that we have done on this program, you can do so by heading to the Cardinals at Conversations uh, podcast feed, KMOX.com and the Odyssey app. My name is Matt Paul. Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.